You know, the past couple days they've been showing on Fox Sports Ohio the Blue Jackets sweep of Tampa last year in the playoffs. I remember going to those games with my kids. It was fantastic. And let's bring on the captain of the Blue Jackets because he did something really cool last week, doubling the donation that Chris Spielman got when he was selling his uh, items, which was really cool. He didn't have to do any of that. So let's talk to Nick Foligno. Nick, how are you, buddy? Hey, Nick. Good morning, sir. Hi, Hi, guys. How you doing? How you holding up? Good. How you holding up? We're doing all right. We're uh, continuing to come into studio because we just think it's important to kind of keep some normalcy here. I hear you. That's awesome. I mean... uh, we're we're normal and only that we're trying to raise three young kids and uh, it brings its challenges every day, but it's been a lot of fun actually. I don't get this time with them during you know this time of year especially, so yeah, I'm um, trying to make the most of it. Hey, is it tough homeschooling your kids with hockey gloves on? And who does it? You or your wife? <laughs> my, I think my wife wants to drop the gloves with me a lot of times. Uh, Join so the club. We're, uh, we're making do. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what's it's, funny, Nick, is is so I have three that are 13, 11, and 7, and I find myself, even with the 7-year-old when I'm reviewing the homework, questioning whether something's right or wrong. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly how – I'm in first-grade math. And I'm <laughs> whether I'm right or wrong. <laughs> I'm, well, my daughter gives me like a side-eye look like she could tell I'm trying to figure out the problem while I'm trying to help her with it. So, uh, it's pretty comical. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never admit it. I'll never admit it. Uh, Nick Felino is with us here this morning. It's, uh, what, 14 in front of 8 on your Monday. Has the league issued any kind of a uh, gag order? or Because I'm sure they don't want everyone individually giving false hope or anything. Anything. But is there anything you can tell us as far as uh, hockey the rest of this season? You know, I think that's what's been the nice part about the league is they haven't really issued anything. Okay. In the sense of like, don't say this, don't say I think they've been really open. Uh, we get emails yeah. every day from Yarmo and Bill that are coming from the NHL. Uh, I've been in constant contact with our union. Um, and the consensus seems like we just... We don't know. You know, the league doesn't know. And they, and they don't want to put something out there and false hope. or uh, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with they really do want to have a chance to play. And they don't want to pigeonhole themselves into sure. some scenario that they've put out there too early. And uh, But every, you know, Smart. from every avenue I've heard is, is the league wants to play. Us, us players want to play. We just don't want to do it until it's safe to do so. And I think that's on the minds of everybody. And more importantly right now, just doing our job to make sure we can get back to some sort of a normalcy uh, you know, just as human beings right now. Hey, for you, is it appealing? You know, and I read this, and I, it's probably fake news, but, you know, there's talk, hey, the NHL might go to North Dakota and have everybody play in a couple cities in Wyoming and North Dakota. As a player, is it appealing to go to a neutral site and then be cooped up in a hotel and play the games? Have you ever been to North Dakota? Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota, yeah. No, I feel bad. I, don't, I hope anyone listening doesn't hate me for that. Kind no, of no, no, no. Um, no, I just... I don't, you know what? I think if it were to give us a chance to play and it was safe, I think every player would jump at the opportunity. You know, I, I was watching the Fox sports was thrown on the games this past week of our, our sweep of Tampa last year. And, yeah. you know, I, I couldn't watch more of the fact that I'm just, I, I wanted to be playing so bad, you know, I'm texting cam and we're like, this is just killing us. Like it's almost torture watching it. Cause you just want to get back. This is the time of year that we love, you know, this is what we play for. Uh, so to have it kind of taken away, I think it's just, We'll do anything to play right now. I told him I'll play in August. I don't care. I'll, sure. I'll do whatever after watching those games and seeing the crowd the way it was. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of on everyone's mind. Right now, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't really thought much about hockey. I thought about, you know, keeping my family safe, keeping ourselves safe, and helping everybody else stay safe. But, 
yeah, I definitely would love to get back at some point and finish the season. Hey, did you when you guys started the season, did you play it all with a chip on your shoulder just from the standpoint you lost a lot of key players, they didn't want to be here, you had, because of injuries, just young guys that you probably didn't think uh, Liam Foody was here and he was, you know, from the juniors on emergency recall. Did you guys kind of play with a chip on your shoulder? Yeah, I do. I mean, every guy. I think the way we, you know, last year ended, and it's not a knock on any of those guys. I think it was just, uh, those guys leaving, uh, the question marks started coming from everyone else. I don't think those guys leaving, I think they knew our team was still going to be, you know, if you'd ask Bob and, and Brad and even Matt Shane, who loved his time here, I mean, those guys would all say, oh, man, that team's still a great team, whether we're there or not. And I think that was for us to prove. And, you know, we're excited about how we were able to do that, even with all the injuries we faced of some great players on our team, uh, the way some young guys stepped up. But I, I just go back to, you know, the chip on our shoulder, I think, built the culture in our room and, and, it, and it actually sustained a culture and, and grew a culture that, that, you know, this is how we need to play in order to have success as, as Blue Jacket players. This is who we are. And I think that's why every guy that came was able to step in and, and make a difference because they knew what was expected out of them. They weren't coming into a room kind of hodgepodge and, and this is, oh, we'll just give it a try. It was like, nope, this is how we're going to play. You're going to follow along and and they thrive because of that, and that's a big reason why we're in the playoffs right now to, to date. Boy, and you think about how far we've come as a uh, community, as a country. A month ago, it was, well, the Blue Jackets will get healthy. This will be good. And then now, here just a few weeks later, it's like, boy, just to play at all. You know, we crazy? here we thought we'd playoffs, they'll get healthy, and then now it, it's looking just – it's just not looking good for any of the sports. Yeah, it's no, so it's, sad. That's the sad part. Yeah, I, like I think we all look at that and we're like, wow, we're just we all we're all sports fans, you know. And you realize how much you you really turn to it uh, throughout your day, just to you know inspire or just enjoy. And and you know, I said uh, it's amazing what sports can do to take your mind off of what's going on in the world. But we're not even able to do that right now and help out in that regard. So you yeah. feel, you know, you just you know want to make sure you're doing your part, but can't wait to get back out there and, and give something some people something to cheer about all right nick put on the honest hat okay so i'm going to give you some off the wall goofy questions you gotta you gotta ask honestly okay okay Uh, here we go (laughs) on your this is involving your teammates okay and you could do torts if you want okay last person you'd like to be quarantined with on your Uh, team last person i'd like to be quarantined with uh pierre luc dubois (laughs) why because uh, he would ask me a million questions and he would never leave me alone. And I, you know, I feel like Torch would he'd, he'd just be on one end of the quarantine. I'd be on the other end of the quarantine. He wouldn't want to talk to me either. So, uh, no, it'd be pretty funny actually, but he's like a little puppy dog. That kid. Okay. All right. Whose life would be great for a reality TV show? Oh man. Um, Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with, uh, David Savard. David Savard. Why? Yeah. What's he got going little, on? A little drama you there. Yeah. He, no, not drama. It's just he's got three now. Three kids. I'd love to see how he's handling that in the corner. He just had three kids before the quarantine hit, and I think it'd be uh, hysterical. I think he's learning what life is like. With three. <laughs> Yours uh, would be you good. Know, he's, he's just a funny, funny guy too. They're a great family. So your I life think really entertaining. Your life would be good. How How old are your children? Yeah, I was going to say us. We'd probably be a pretty hysterical reality show. That's just how it goes on around these inside these doors <laughs> uh teammate most likely to be in a boy band oh alexander winberg i mean he always has the looks anyway he just tries to he smolders with his eyes and tries to get the girls so he's not even he's, uh, 
Not even a pause there, Nick. <laughs> well, that, I think that is his hope and dream. I think if hockey never worked out, he would have tried to have been in a boy band. <laughs> All right. Most likely to run for political office when his hockey career is over. Like, who's the best salesman? Oh, best salesman. Uh, Riley Nash. Riley Nash, he's, well, he's, first of all, the most educated guy in our team. Uh, <laughs> he went to Cornell. So uh, I'd say, yeah, okay. Riley Nash, because he he's polished, he's well-spoken, uh, he knows he's smarter than everybody, and uh, he's got his opinions, too. He likes to throw jabs, so yeah. <laughs> that's a great politician. Well, before we cut you loose, tell us uh, last week how you heard about Chris Spielman, because we had Chris on talking about his auction. He kind of made the announcement with us and then a couple days later we see online that you said that you would match any and all items sold that were auctioned off how did you find out about are you tight with chris or did you see it online like the rest of us yeah you know what I, i've gotten to know him he lives just uh well he's moving now but he's living he lived just down the street from me okay and, uh so i'd see him we got to know each other actually at a garth brooks uh, foundation uh charity thing where he was at, you know hosting the football part of it and i got to talk to him i, I uh-huh. showed up as well and so I got an unbelievable person, just an outstanding, you know, individual and a guy that I have a ton of respect for. And obviously knew a little bit growing up because he played for the Bills and uh, when I was in Buffalo. And um, so, you know, just kind of hit it off. And uh, when I saw what he was doing, I just, I just loved that he was just leading. You know, he was just trying to make good of a, a unfortunate situation. So I respected that so much and mm-hmm. wanted to help. And I laughed because I got onto eBay and I'd never been on eBay in my life just to try to help out with the. And I lost out because I didn't realize you can actually put automatic bids in. These people were ready for it. So I lost out on the jersey to try to help just anonymously. And so I texted him on the side and I said, hey, if there's any way I can help, just let me know. And he said, I have another jersey for you if you'd like it. I was like, that'd be great. Put it towards it. So nice. it all worked out. And, uh, you know, I got a, got a pretty cool Chris Spielman jersey because of it. And uh, I said, I'll put it right over my bed. Uh, the perfect spot for it. So. <laughs> hey, uh, before you came on, it's, we are we're taking calls on albums you could listen to from beginning to end without hitting forward. Do you got any uh, favorite albums? Yeah, I'd say Pearl Jam Ten. That's a good my, one. Yeah, that's just I, I, my brother-in-law got me into Pearl Jam, and that was probably the first one he said listen to. And beginning to end, I mean, you can't argue with that album. For top me, to bottom, I, yeah. You top know what? To bottom, you right, know what's good right. about that Pearl one? Pearl Jam didn't come up either. Good yeah. call. My Nick, my first girlfriend, Aaron Livingston, dumped me. I listened to Alive like 400 times after she broke my heart. <laughs> That'd be a good one to try to get it going. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. I hope she's listening right now, too. Yeah, you tell her. Yeah. That's the only way you got through it. Well, Nick, thank you so much, man. Be well. Take care of those babies. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see you on the ice here soon. I mean, fingers are crossed. That's all we can do as fans. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. We look forward to that. So you guys stay safe, and thanks for all you're doing. All right, all right thanks, thanks Nick. man. Take care, guys.